You're listening to the Cultural Curriculum Chat, the podcast that specializes in multicultural education and classroom strategies. I'm your host, Jebe Edmonds. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, Jebba Edmonds here. Before we get started with our episode today, I wanted to share with you some really cool news. I have created a brand new downloadable free webinar titled How to Understand DEI Without Being Overwhelmed. In this free webinar, we're going to cover what is DEI and why you should care about it and how to start understanding DEI for your business. So all the details are in the show notes. So check it out and sign up to get your on-demand webinar. All right, let's get back to the show. So for today's episode, we're going to discuss how to build a culture of racial inclusion at home. I get this talk all the time with friends and colleagues and even clients out in the field wondering of how do we start talking about race at home. And there's lots of great books out there, folks. Uh, But the biggest thing I really wanted to share with you all today is to focus on starting with a book, focus on opening uh, the dialogue with your kids. Kids are naturally curious. This book that I really highly suggest with your early elementary age kids is called Micah's Big Question. It's written by Naomi O'Brien and illustrated by Yahira Damezi. And what I really love about this book is it is very open and rich to a child's curiosity. I talk more with this author Naomi in a previous episode that you can look up on Cultural Curriculum Chat. It was season two, episode 20. You can even follow Naomi on her website, readlikearockstarteaching.com. I really enjoyed this book because it shows what race is, what does representation entail, and a child's self-worth. And what I really enjoyed about this book is that Naomi has the mother character and the son Micah asking her these questions about why are kids at my school looking at my race in a negative way. And I really love how this book is crafted of how the mother turns something negative to something reaffirming and positive. The book has themes all about representation and why representation matters with all of our kids. Um, so that they aren't encountering someone that looks like me even in adulthood and saying, oh, you're the first Black person I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, I'm sorry, are we on planet Earth? So there are all kinds of things and tools that is out there and resources. So I highly recommend that book for our young children. Now, why books like Naomi's books are so important when we're talking about race and representation is there was a study talking about the disparities in representation in books since 2002. I found this from the Diverse Book Finder organization. Um, You've got people from the Asian Pacific Islander only represented in 17% of overall books. Our multiracial demographic, only 5%. African-American demographic, only 30%. People that identify as, um, you know, racial ambiguous, uh, 25%. Indigenous uh, people, 
8%, Latinx, 11%, Middle Eastern, only 3%. There are more books written about animals than there are of human beings. So that's something where we're talking about when it comes to race and identity and representation, why it's so important that our children have access to these books. Strategies I've used when it comes to questions my children, I've said before, are biracial. And, um, you know, the eyes of a child, they're always asking, well, why does daddy's cheeks get red when he's embarrassed or when he's hot? You know, keeping that open mind and, oh, what made you think about that? Well, it's hot, mom. And I was just curious why my cheeks aren't turning red. Those are the kinds of things that you open up and your child feels safe and confident with you. And so for you to not shame them, not make them feel embarrassed or hesitant to even ask you again, that's why we need to do that. And then problem solve together. If your child said something, you know, disparaging to my child. You need to problem solve it right then and there. Don't shoo your child away and pretend that that didn't happen because I'm the one consoling my child at the playground when harm has been done. And then keeping that anti-racist dialogue open, um, sharing multiple perspectives. That's why I say it's really, really good to have these conversations going on continuously. You know, when things come up, always have multiple perspectives. Well, what did you think Jebba would have felt if you said something like that to her? I would feel really upset. Or maybe we could ask a question in a more calming and kind way. A really good quote from Micah's big question that I really enjoyed from Naomi O'Brien was, everyone is different, but no one is better. See, when we're talking about racial inclusion and trying to include all of us, we're not saying one race is better than the other. We're just saying everyone is different. Everyone should be valued and seen. We have to get away from, I don't see color. Well, then you don't see me as my full authentic self in front of you. And when we are discussing the topics of race, we really need to recognize our own implicit biases. I've said this multiple times. When we discuss that we have our own biases towards people from different racial backgrounds, it's a fact. It's stuff we've seen in entertainment media, stuff we've seen in news media, stuff and attitudes we've heard from our own grownups in our households. We have them. So we need to get to that point of learning how to disrupt and check and correct those biases because our children are observing, our children are watching, our children are also imitating and repeating the things that you are saying at home. So in order to be more inclusive racially, you also need to dive deep and think about your own biases and how it is outwardly impacting your neighbors, your friends, your colleagues, even the children that your kids are playing with. It's impacting them. Another book that I really would like you to study and see is all about the systems that has made race a big social construct. And this is really good for uh, upper elementary through high school. It is titled Me and White Supremacy, How You Can Fight Racism and Change the World Today. And it is written by Layla F. Saad. Now, 
why I, I picked this book up at my local bookstore. Shout out to Zenith Bookstore in Duluth, Minnesota. When we are talking about race, we also need to talk about the systems that are in place that has caused people to be misrepresented, marginalized, disenfranchised. And so in order to make this work moving forward, you really need to study up and educate yourself on the systems that are still in place. And why I like this book is it really does talk about how to have these courageous conversations. Each of the chapters have a recap, reflection questions, a response questions of what you can do in response to things. It talks about white superiority. It talks about how people in the BIPOC community um, have been uh, treated and all the way to our history. It even talks about even having BIPOC friends and family members doesn't mean you don't have racial biases towards them. And like I said, it is really good for uh, upper elementary all the way through high school. It says it is. It's juvenile nonfiction, ages 10 and up. I highly recommend this as a great starting point when you're talking to your older children. It's got a great glossary in the back that talks about, like I said, racial stereotypes, optical allyship. Ooh, that's a good one. And tokenism. I would really love to talk to Layla on my podcast to discuss this book. It's really well done. And it's a very good starting point to have these conversations. And Layla has the questions already in the book for you. So there's no need to shy away from, oh, Jeb, I don't even know what to ask. She already has it written for you. Just read the pages. She's got you covered. So that's something I really want you to keep in mind when you are having these conversations. They will be coming up. They're, your kids are going to be asking and you to be equipped with the knowledge and the resources to help answer those questions. So acknowledging that your personal interactions and practices when you interact with people of different racial groups, your tone that you have, your nonverbal body language when somebody of a different race walks past you at the grocery store, how you cringe or you pull away or you pull your kids out of the way because you seem threatened by somebody of a different cultural group or a racial group. Your kids are watching it. And so when they are interacting with somebody of that group, they tend to seize up. They tend to move away. It is hurtful to people that are in these marginalized groups when they are seeing that. And then their children are in that space looking up at them saying, why are they running from us? Why are they pulling away? Did we say something? Did we do something? Why are they afraid of us? Yeah, our kids are asking questions too. And think about how we, as a parent, have to explain to them. So there's got to be explanations on both sides. I have a great freebie that can also help you discuss race and racism at home. I have created a five essential strategies for talking to kids about race and racism checklist that is in the show notes. Please download it today and it will definitely give you a good starting point on how to have these courageous conversations. But like I said, get these books. 
Me and White Supremacy, the Young Readers Edition, How You Can Fight Racism and Change the World Today by Layla F. Saad, and Micah's Big Question by Naomi O'Brien, illustrated by Yaira Damezi. So these are two great books to have on your shelves. And like I said, this Ages 10 and Up book by Layla, it can be for adults. It's well-written with lots of great open-ended questions that you need. So you've got my freebie in the show notes. And please, this podcast is only going to continue to grow. If you want to be a part of this exciting journey with me, please leave a five-star review so I can attract more people like you hungry for DEI resources and books in your homes and in your businesses. So that's all that I have for you today. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you here same time next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cultural Curriculum Chat with Jebba Edmonds. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We will be here same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye-bye.